Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? And today, we're going to take a trip back to nostalgia land. And the topic of the day, as we do this, is basically to try and understand if the good old days really were that good. I can't remember exactly how we came across this topic. I think it was just basically just how, you know, as you get older, suddenly you get nostalgic for like times gone by. And I don't know. I feel that like that as you get older, people do start to like Wax eloquent, yeah, or like reminisce or wax eloquently about the good old days, and you know, like w- wanting things to go back to how th- like things were back in the day, and uh, yeah, and then I th- I think with the two of us were talking about it, and we're like, but were the good old days really all all that cracked up to be? And um, yeah, so you know, I feel like when people say that, um, and and I'm you know, there are definitely elements of it, but that I would like. But I think when people say that, I'm just always wondering, would they want to go back, back to? in time? Yeah. But with the amenities and all the benefits of today. Yeah. I know. And I that's, yeah, it's very interesting that you say that because it's true, right? Like everyone, everyone reminisces for the good old days without really thinking about the fact that, you know, there's been like all of this science progression and like, progress in technology and, you know, these like really useful um, inventions that have been created over time that, you know, we kind of almost take for granted that weren't there back then. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, it's true. I feel like, I feel that is what people are thinking about. They want the good old days, but they want the amenities of today. (laughs) You actually um, made me think of uh, a two-part question. Okay. Okay. Before we delve into this topic, I need to know. Yeah. (laughs) If you could go back in time to a good old day or days, um, what period of your life would you pick? Yes. Okay. But but given that we would want today's amenities, what three things would you want to take with you? Ooh, it's like kind of if you were stranded on a desert island, what would you do? <laughs> travel edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You have to tweet this out to people because I'm curious to know what people would want. Um, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. So, um, okay. Why don't you answer? Because I feel like you have an answer all, already set up. Oh, actually, 
I don't uh, about the period of my life, but um, you know what? No, no, let's. That's a lie. I'd probably go back to my early thirties, late. Okay. Yeah, early thirties. I'd probably go back to early thirties. That was a good period. Yeah. Um, um, just from the perspective of you know being older and and being taken seriously at work and things like that, but at the same time, you know, young enough to like not give a shit about anything else. <laughs> I'm not worried about, about all of this. Ever worried about? Yeah. Um, but what would I want is um, I would actually want this uh, all these um, apps uh, and and constant all the technology. Work, yeah. All the the the, the interconnectivity like you know I and I want it all right like I want like Instagram I want Facebook I want constant in you know streaming ability I I want (laughs) all of this Um, so the the the, that um I would what else would I want oh that so oh my gosh that just covered like majority of everything I wanted (laughs) um uh, I had yeah no I think that's about the one thing I would probably want to take with me. Yeah. That may, that, I think that's fair. Yeah. I what mean, else? Like, I'm trying to think of like maybe a couple of restaurants that I'm that I love, right? Like I'd probably want oh, you know what I would want? What? I would want the Brussels, Brussels sprouts craze that we went through a few years oh, ago. Oh, just yeah, just I a few would years want ago. that just a, like 10 years like yeah. Just bring it back. Bring it back with you to when you were like in your 30s. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because, oh my gosh, that would be good. That would be so delicious. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, bringing, bringing food craces back with you, right? Yeah. I think, you know, the weird thing is, is like, I think I... I can't decide on like an age that I would be happy at. I It's funny because like I want the thinness of my body in my like twenties. <laughs> I know. But but the thing is is that I like I kind of like how my life is now. So could like yeah. if I could like mix and match, that's what I would want. I'd be like, could I be as thin as I was in my twenties, but with like the life that I have now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But what about the pandemic? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No pandemic. Yeah. Going back no to a time where people could actually so hang out with each other. So maybe not exactly as it is now, but like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. a year and a half ago. or Yeah. Where you could still travel, right? Um, yeah. Oh, right. And- <laughs> you know, I just realized that I don't think I actually remember any of these things anymore. Like, that's probably why I was struggling to think of three things to take <laughs> Uh, I know. Well, the other, yeah, and like it's true. Like I would want to be able to, yeah. I, I mean, I like the, I like the fact that you know we can, like FaceTime and Zoom, and you know you can stream what? stream movies and stream TV. Like that's very, or like even, or even health wise. Like I would like to have like the level of healthcare that we have now <laughs> uh, compared to like back then, back, back when, because even like, if you think about it, I even if you, who, did we, who was, who was uh, around 10 years ago? What do you mean? Like politics wise. Oh, Harper, wasn't it? In Canada, it was Harper. Oh, ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> politics wise, I don't think I, yeah. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, yeah, so like, like even, like, yeah, even like all of the different, um, 
like all of the different uh, medications and things like that that have been like developed over time. Like that's another thing that people don't think about when they're like, oh, I want to go back to the good old days. Like, oh, okay. So you want to be like <laughs> without proper heart, like heart medications and, <laughs> you know, like stroke know. protocols and things like that. Okay. <laughs> but, but let's unwrap this, right? Like, so, so when people are talking about the good old days, what is it that triggers this? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say that. Like I did look up whether or not research is being done on quote nostalgia. And actually there are, there's like, there's quite a little bit of research that's being done on nostalgia. And I think that like one Wait, of the- as a, as a like a subject matter? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Totally. Like people are actually studying why people want to go back in time for themselves or feel like they that they're craving their I don't know, childhood, younghood, oldhood, whatever. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there are a number of people who like psychologists and sociologists who are looking at um who are looking at nostalgia as an actual um, like entity and mm-hmm. how it how it differs between different generations and how uh, it differs between like age groups and what people are nostalgic for when they're nostalgic for. There's also and like it's it's quite interesting. So um, there so one of the one of the uh, researchers that I was looking up was a name uh, is. Um, is a person named Christine Bacho, and she's mm-hmm. a professor of psychology at Lemoyne College. Um, and she was interviewed by American Psychological Association to discuss, you know, her research on nostalgia. And she has some really interesting insights because, so from like from what I like from what I read about her research, she thinks that nostalgia. Um, so basically, nostalgia is kind of like was derived about like homesickness, but then it eventually became, yeah. So it's like, you know, people who, you know, leave home and are, you know, like they think the back. yearning for their home. Yeah. So, um, so I think initially it was considered like kind of, um, it, it was another term for homesickness, but then it kind of like morphed into, you know, like, um, like a yearning for another time or, you know, like another, uh, and, and there's different types of nostalgia. This I didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's personal nostalgia, so j- which is kind of what we were discussing, which was like, I want to go back to my 20s when I was thin. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but then there's also historical nostalgia, which is I want to go back to a certain time point where I felt like things were better back then. So, you know, like some people think that the 1950s, like 1950s America was like the best time in America. And they like, you know, kind of. How would they know if time. they weren't there? Um, well, no, I think it's just, so that's the other thing is that some people can actually teach their nostalgia to their kids. So. Wait, people, what? Yeah. So. <laughs> so people who, so people who lived, yeah. So people who lived through the 1950s, for example, and then are like personally nostalgic for the 1950s, or even historically nostalgic for the 1950s, can actually teach that kind of nostalgia to their kids. So then they can be like, oh, back in the day, you know. And so, um, and in some ways, it's a way of keeping the past alive. Oh, but yeah, but I mean, in some ways, it can be kind of. 
it can be kind of problematic because like the thing is, is like your personal nostalgia for a, a time may not translate to other people. I mean, so for example, like nowadays, like when you say like, ooh, the 1950s in North America was amazing. Like, are you talking about that from the perspective of a white person? Or are you talking about that from the pers- like perspective of a person of color? Because they were totally different, right? Oh, wow. So, so what about like, I don't know, would this fall under a category or a type of nostalgia? But do you remember when, I don't know if you ever felt this, but um, the first time um, I read, say, Pride and Prejudice yeah. and just wanting to be immersed in that world. Yeah. Um, is that a type of nostalgia that too? Is. Yeah. So that's also a historical nostalgia. And the that's thing is, is that historical nostalgia can be biased because and like and so she actually mentions this so she says that like some people can feel ties to like Victorian England for example because they read certain novels or whatnot but then yeah. like but then they like you have to keep in mind that like what you've read is a very biased account of that time and so even though you are quote nostalgic for that time like it doesn't really capture what life was like then, so <laughs> which is interesting. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like that whole term, like to the victor goes the spoils. Because if you write history in a certain way, then people can be nostalgic for that yeah. type of like life. But yeah. really, you're kind of you know like painting a very rosy picture of that era in time, right? So, yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I found interesting that was that through her research, she found that it can be changed depending on your mood. So if you're like, and it's, it's, it's really curious. Like, so basically what she was saying was that people can be nostalgic, but depending on their personality, they can be nostalgic in different ways. So, 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 okay. For example, um, she was describing people who grew up in the Great Depression, for example. And so obviously, like, when they were children in the Great Depression, life was tough, you know? Like, they may not have had enough to eat. They, you know, like, their memories of it might have been of hardship. But then Mm -hmm. depending on the person who's actually being nostalgic for that time, they can interpret it in different ways. So somebody who... Um, like, so two people who grew up in hardship and in very similar conditions, one person can look back on it and be like, oh my gosh, you know, my life was so tough back then, but like, look where I've come now. Like life is so much better. Like look at how much food I have now. Look at how, like how good life is from me, my family, my children, whatever. And can look at, and can look on that time kind of through that lens. But then somebody who, um, but like a completely different person who also grew up during that time could take a negative bent to it and then just be like, oh, you know, look, yeah, like I grew up during that time and life is so hard and, you know, and life is still hard. And, you know, like even though like they may not like just depending on their mood and how they view life, they mm-hmm. still may not like they may not necessarily um, like look at it in a positive light or like look at their time, like look at that time and kind of see how they've managed to get out of it, you know? So, yeah. So like it, it, 
so that, which was something else that I found interesting. And yeah, and the other thing was, was that she was also talking about how people often tend to become nostalgic during times of like anxiety and stress, because like just being nostalgic can actually, you know, bring about like good feelings and, you know, help them kind of feel bonded and, and more and kind of more socially engaged um, with people at that time. So. Is there a certain amount of time that has to pass before you can be nostalgic? Like, can you be nostalgic for last month or does it actually have to be, say, two years ago kind of a thing? Do yeah, you know I, I, mean? want, I know, <laughs> I know. Does a certain I'm, number of amount of time need to pass before yeah. it qualifies as, uh, you know? That's an interesting question. I. I know I'd love to interview her and see like what she what she thinks because I'm I have a feeling that this pandemic would probably give her a lot of material to actually like be able to research, right? Because like we can technically be nostalgic for pre-pandemic times, which were like just like a year ago. Right. <laughs> so, I'm like, do you want to go back to that? <laughs> Uh, I know. And, and is that fall under the correct definition of nostalgia or is there a different, you know, word for it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling it's still nostalgia, right? Like it's, it, it, and she also said that apparently nostalgia happens during times of transition. So mm -hmm. a lot of people feel nostalgic. Um, there's a peak of nostalgia apparently in young adulthood. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a smaller peak in old age, which, like, which I found very interesting because I would have thought that it would have been the other way around. I would have thought people would be more nostalgic when they were older, but apparently sh they were saying that people feel nostalgic during young adulthood because it's a big transition and they're kind of looking forward with trepidation as to what is going to happen in their future. So then they yeah. look back to the past to kind of like center themselves and calm themselves down and kind of like see what they came from so that it can center themselves in order to see where they're going, which is Interesting. interesting. Yeah. That does remind me of conversations uh, we've had over the years, right? Where you're like, where I think we dissected, <laughs> you know, either college life or high school life or, you know, like our yeah. different periods of our life to sort of uh, just talk about it with a little bit more, you know, like, oh, this is remember when uh, conversations that we've had over time. So. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, well, and the and so it's it's funny that you were saying like, can you be nostalgic for like things that happened a month ago? The other thing that I didn't realize was that you can feel nostalgic when you're very young. So apparently, like they've done research and like they they had interviewed like they'd interviewed kids. So like some like seven year olds were nostalgic for like a few years ago. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my God, I, <laughs> wait, was this like a study they did or was this like TV interviews, radio interviews? Like, like what? No, no, this was like, I think this was part of a study that they did. So that oh, they, they, they had I would like, love to see that. Like, I know. <laughs> talking about their past. Yeah. But that was horrible. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I, I know, it was really cute. Like, yeah, I, I didn't think, but then, I don't know, like... Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember being. Well, I think I think you can semi be nostalgic. Like I think when I was younger, just because like I had moved around so often, like you end up become becoming nostalgic for like old friends or places that you've been. Like so, I think it really depends on your life and what's happened to you. But yeah, so 
Yeah, no, that's, that's actually good. Uh, good, in, uh, like an interesting point you make because I, I don't know if I ever actually truly want to go back and relive the entire period of yeah. whatever period I'm thinking of. Yeah. But there are elements of it that I sometimes you know, miss or try and recreate in my head, right? Like, um, I remember, like, once during my travels, um, I was flying back, I think it was from Ireland, or Portugal, I can't remember. Oh, clearly. (laughs) No, actually, (laughs) no, 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 that's a lie. Um, Because it was a combination trip. But um, as I was flying back, um, I just remember feeling so at peace, you know, like it, it had been a fantastic vacation. Um, we had gone to Ireland first and then gone to Portugal. And then I was, you know, then we were flying back. And I think I just felt so at peace. Like it just was perfect in every way, right? And something about that whole trip back. And, and the vacation was great. But like, yeah. I mean, the trip itself, right? Like um, everything just flew. Like I was... Somehow it was just a smooth ride, you know, where we, you know, one of those days or things like where everyone's smiling, you get through check, you know, gate check really quickly. Um, You get upgraded, you, you know, like, I don't know. It was just a good trip, like a good flight. And I just remember feeling so happy and blissful. And it's one of those feelings that sometimes when I'm really stressed, I actually try and go back in my head oh, because I'm like, yeah. I just need to feel as lucky good. as I yeah. did. Yeah. It wasn't just good. I felt lucky. Oh. And yeah, it was almost like I had taken a sip of, you know, um, some kind of elixir, you know, where it's like, oh my God, I am the luckiest person in you're, the world. You were totally thinking about Harry Potter, weren't you? Felix Felicia. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck potion. I know you were. <laughs> Don't yeah. I was. But but that's exactly what it felt like, you know? Um and, and so sometimes when I'm having a really stressful time, I'll actually try and re- recreate that um feeling um in the hopes that, you know, stress will go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that that's like a really good coping mechanism. Like I think that that's, and I think that is what people are probably using a lot of nostalgia for is that if they're feeling kind of like unsettled in their life or like unsure, unhappy, whatever, then I think then that's when they go back in time in their heads to like a, like, to a like easier time, a better time. Like, um, yeah, it's funny. Cause like, cause I was, I was talking about it with my, with my partner. I was like, Oh, today I think we're going to talk about, you know, like nostalgia and like, you know, how, how people like view it and they, how, how everybody seems to want to go back to the good old days. And he was like, yeah. And like, he's into sports. So he was talking about, like, he was talking about basketball and he was like, it's just like Michael Jordan and how like everybody focuses on the fact that he was like six and oh, um, but, uh, like for, you know, like, uh, for the, what am I trying to say? Cause I'm not a basketball fan. You can tell. (laughs) 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 What? What? 
are you talking about his championships? Yeah, championships. There you go. I'm like, what's the word? <laughs> yeah. So he was like six and zero in his championships, but everyone forgets about how like you know like the Pistons beat them like you know multiple times. Like everyone just remembers the good times, but like nobody remembers the bad times. And I think and I think that is another phenomenon that happens when people get older, right? Like right. you kind of like whittle away all of like the negative the negative things, and then you just remember all the good things in your life. So then when you go back. Like that's all you remember, right? Like you don't really like you don't really remember like as many bad things. So I mean that that's also a, a possibility. But you know maybe that's not such a bad thing, I guess, because um, I, you know I, I'm thinking of the people who are constantly thinking about the bad thing, bad times, and the bad things from the from their older you know olden times. Yeah, and I think like they are way more annoying than the people who look at their life positive through a lens. Rosier, yeah, yeah through a rosier lens yeah. just because it's kind of like you know like uh, like that negative nancy syndrome you know yeah. where people are like <laughs> oh my god my life sucks or you know um nothing's improving or uh, i was always unlucky or i went through the hardest time then and i'm going through the hardest time now and uh, so I think I'd rather, much rather deal with people who are nostalgic but only remember the good times. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that, that that totally makes sense. It's funny because, like, I didn't think that they would say something this kind of judgy in a paper. Well, it wasn't really a paper. It was, like, during her interview. But, like, she was saying there are some people that when they get nostalgic, that's all they remember are all the bad times. And that, like, oh, no. she was, I know. That, and she was – I know, right? And so she was saying that, like, <laughs> she was saying that apparently, you know – take stock of your life and see whether or not you want to like continue to befriend people like that because their nostalgia for bad times can rub off on you especially if you shared those if you shared that time in your life because because that's what she was saying is that nostalgia can be taught nostalgia can be kind of you know like um Transferred. transferred transferred and shared between people because that, I think that's the other thing that they were she was saying about nostalgia is that it bonds people because you know and I mean like I'm, I'm sure that we all have an example of this where you're getting together with friends and then people like who you shared a certain stage of time with and then you just go back and you go oh remember that time when and it could be yeah, like yeah, yeah. high school it could or when be- a Backstreet Boys song comes on <laughs> <laughs> exactly right and so so like but the, the thing is is that the, the shared nostalgia between all of you actually ends up bonding you even more so it's kind of like a very social it's a very social construct and so so she was saying that like yeah. So, but if there, if it's all negative nostalgia, that can mm-hmm. be a problem too. So yeah. yeah, which I found really interesting. I was like, oh, that's, you know, I never really thought about it that way is that if you are with somebody who's always like, oh, remember back then, back when, like when it was so tough and life sucked and whatever, <laughs> then it could really have an effect on your life now, you know? Yeah. No, this is actually so fascinating. I actually didn't realize that there were different types of nostalgia. Yeah. And- I like didn't know that girl. either until until we like decided let's look at this topic and I was like oh, I wonder <laughs> and, if anyone's done research on this. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I mean, I know we've talked about like you know, um, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so cool? Like you know, people say things like that, right? Oh, to live in the Victorian times, for example, or yeah. the Regency era, or whatever, yeah. or be you know a knight during the medieval times, or yeah. uh, without a proper bathroom, that would. <laughs> Oh my God. I have to tell you that like when I was in grade seven and I learned that, that like, yeah, that like 
toileting facilities weren't necessarily, you know, up to snuff, like back in like the 1300s Europe, I was so disgusted. I was like, I don't think I will ever look at a castle the same way again. <laughs> it was it's just okay. I don't want to be a princess, mama. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. So, so gross. <laughs> need a proper bathroom. Um, yeah, no, this is, uh, that is actually true. Uh, I don't, I think when I realized that too, right? Like um, that every time you, you know, you'd play pretend and then you'd actually, if you were trying to be realistic, then you have to give up a lot of the comforts of today, right? <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, oh. It's, it became too real. It's too real for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But I think I just didn't realize that the word nostalgia would apply to that as well. If you haven't, if it was, if it predates you, um, yeah. and you're actually nostalgic for something that predates you, um, I didn't realize that the term nostalgia would um, would apply still apply. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know neither did I. Uh, yeah, I wonder but- if the Germans or the Japanese have a specific word that not nostalgia but is like so precise <laughs> oh you, you know the germans do the germans have like precise like nouns for everything i'm sure they, i'm sure they do and if any germans are out there listening to us please write in Tell us. no yeah if, if it's if if it's the german word for nostalgia or if they have if you actually have a different word um for you know yearning for things that predate you <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, I'm yeah. sure the Japanese have it too, though. They oh, must. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They, yeah, like it's 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 so interesting how other cultures have these like precise terms for for feelings. Like, yeah. Whereas, like in, I feel like English is very like vague about feelings, and it just kind of like throw everything into like one big group. It makes it very hard to pinpoint what you're actually feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I think there was, um, I can't remember the word now, but um, there was a Japanese word for, um, you know, you know how you keep buying books that you're going to read, but you never do. And it starts piling up. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually have a word for that. Really? Oh yeah. my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, that is very precise. And it's something that happens to me all the time. <laughs> I have like seven books that I have to read through that I still haven't. Um, and yet I keep buying new ones. So <laughs> it's because it's because you're very optimistic. It's good. Yes. Very, very optimistic. <laughs> uh, I feel, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that we've discussed pretty much everything that we can about nostalgia. But yeah, it's time to wrap up. Um, so yeah, ju- uh, let us know, um, you know, if there's a period you're nostalgic for, and if you are, uh, what period it is, and and uh, would you really, really want to go back and give up everything that you have now? Um, and, uh, and relive all the bad times too, to get yeah. back. Oh, to that's the true. Yeah. And, and, and what three things of, of like your current state Ooh. would you want to bring back if you were going to go back to a certain time in your life? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. So definitely look us up. Uh, does this make me look old? And, um, Yeah, until then, we shall uh, see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.